So what I call the slow motion dance between teachers and the government continued over the weekend with the announcement of 600 extra learning support coordinators by the year 2020. So these guys, these staff, work alongside teachers and parents to provide individualised support and to free up the teachers so all children get more quality classroom time. They're going to help the teachers deal with the kids who need a bit more help, either because they have disabilities or learning issues or whatever. 600 staff, that's going to mean one or two more for each school, maybe more for larger schools. It was announced at Labour's conference, we're going to talk about that in a moment, with Barry Soper. And I suppose it was always scheduled as the conference's lolly scramble. Uh, but you have to say it adds to that government offer to teachers that we've been going on about this year. Now, it adds to my feeling that, in fact, Chris Hipkins has been telling the truth all along, that he has put as much as he can on the table for the teachers, and that as time goes on, he will try to make the job easier and better. This was just another point in the process, the 600 uh, new learning support workers. Rather than fighting to get all the world in one fell swoop, I'd urge the teachers to take what has been offered and continue to work with this government over the middle term. And I'll tell you why. This government is sympathetic to you, but they're also they're not spendthrift. The strikes are only going to reduce the sympathy. Meanwhile, the first question you ask yourself is, where on earth are these 600 learning support coordinators going to come from? And experts have already said, after one day of knowing that it's happening, that existing teachers will probably go for the coordinator positions, further exacerbating the teacher shortage we're already fighting with. So once again, we'll be forced to the overseas well. Immigration will save the day. Over the weekend, uh, the challenges of finding quality staff prompted heavyweights in Auckland's hospitality scene to say the same more. They called for more flexible immigration policies over the picking season, more flexible immigration policies to get more pickers in. And this actually puts the government in a pickle. During the last election, they blamed immigration for much of our woes and they promised to fix those problems. I mean, this is what they said in the Labour election manifesto. Labour will invest in housing, infrastructure and public services and in training New Zealanders to fill skills shortages. At the same time, we will take a breather on immigration. Well, it's a very delicate balancing act because to fix the immigration, to fix the housing, to uh, staff the public services, we're going to have to import skills. I think we can all see one year on that there cannot be and there has not been a breather in immigration. So it is a delicate immigration balancing act and the man in charge of it is one Ian Lees Galloway. Probably the biggest ideologue of the lot. Interestingly, of course, he's also in charge of our workplace relation rules. A man who so far in immigration and workplace relations has not shown a delicate touch. You know, we are trapped in an immigration swamp, whether you like it or not. We can't deal with it, and we can't deal with it without it. Labour and New Zealand First campaigned against immigration in the last election, but so far they've remained strangely silent on the issue because they're finding out that government is much harder than opposition.